Alright? Um, you know the book of uh, Luke chapter 6. Turn to Luke 6 this morning. Verse 37. It says, Judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. In good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you again. Now, notice that this verse or this passage is not about uh, giving money, is it? It's not just about giving money. Because it establishes that there is a principle of God that is at work in the earth and that is currently affecting your life right now. It says there is a principle in the earth called the law of reciprocity. Everyone say the law of reciprocity. It says if you don't want to be criticized and judged harshly, don't criticize and don't judge. Because every time you judge somebody, you are planting a seed for your own future. It says if you want to be forgiven, You need to forgive other people. You know, if somebody offends you so badly that you think, you know what? I I am so offended by this thing the person has done. Remember this scripture and quickly forgive them. Because that means that when you so offend somebody, because of the seed of forgiveness that you are planting, that harvest is going to come back to you. It says give and it will be given to you. In good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Notice it didn't say tomorrow it will be given to you. It says that when you give, when you give, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's encouragement to somebody, you are planting a seed for your own future. And that harvest is going to come back and is going to seek you out and it's going to bless you. I remember over 20 years ago, I sowed into the life of a certain human being. And I did it consciously. He was a young man at the time. He had just become saved. And you know how it is. As most young men, when we read a couple of books, we think we know it all. And he got involved with us. He got involved in our ministry. And it was time to hand over to the next generation of people. This is when I was on campus. And you know, in my heart, I really believe that the Lord would have this guy um, take on this role. But, you know, everybody around me felt, you know, this guy is just a stubborn young boy. He's just a stubborn boy. I mean, why in the world would you give him this kind of responsibility? And I said, you know what, let us, let us, I mean, this is what we believe the Lord wants to do. And, you know, we were never ready for the things that God called us to do anyway. You know, sometimes we all forget. (laughs) We all think, you know, we all forget. I said, you know, I wasn't ready when the Lord called me to this, but let us, let us hand it over and let us bless him and pray for him. And I was, I was really resisted by it, but I said, you know what, that's it, it's done. And we did it. Now, 20 years later, when I came back to Lagos, or about 18 years later, when I came back to Nigeria, this guy is now a minister. He now has thousands and thousands of people in his church. But he remembers, every time I go to his meeting, he always calls me out. He says, this man was the first person that taught me the rudiments of the word of God. 
And when we're about to start this ministry, he invested millions of naira into what we're doing today. Are you with me? I didn't go to him and say, you know, father in the Lord, son of, you know. He invested in us. Now, why did he do that? I don't know why he did it. But you know that your seed will find you out. You know, this is High Life Urban. All right? We, 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 we're, we, we keep it real. Your seed is going to find you out. So when I say to you that you need to get involved, know that in your involvement, you are planting a seed into your own future. You know, it amuses me when I see young people who, um, you know, maybe they feel that the Lord has called them to ministry. And I say to them, hey, come serve with us and and maybe I say, you know, usher. Or I say, you know, there's a discipleship class next door. Could you lead the discipleship? And I hear them usher, I hear them doing the discipleship class or ushering, but I see that they are holding back their real juice. Do you know what I mean by that? Because in the back of their minds, they are thinking, you know, this is not my this is not where I'm going. When it is time, when I start my own, I will put my all into it. Uh, are you with me this morning? Or we have a musician who is playing and he believes that God has called him to the nations to have CDs and, you know, and, uh, you know, what else do musicians do? Concerts and be on the internet and everyone's downloading your songs. And we say, okay, come and worship God with your gift. Or we say, go toward your visual. And he's playing, and he's playing. And the back of his mind is saying, you know, let me just finish this thing. Well, in fact, they're not even paying me anything. Let me just finish this thing quickly so that I can go to the studio. Because, you know, that is where my life is. I don't complain, but I smile. Because the Bible says that if you are not faithful in that which is another man's, you will never have your own. It is not a curse. It is a fact of life. It is called the law of reciprocity. If you are not faithful in that which is little, you will not be faithful in much. I read a quote in this very place from from John John, uh, Rockefeller who said, if I did not tithe when my my salary was $1.50 a week, I will never have tithed from my first million dollars. I mean, the thing that shocked me was not the fact that he tied the million dollars. The thing that shocked me was that John D. Rockefeller, at one point in his life, was on $1.50 a week. I mean, that, that, that is what shocked me. Because if you know anything about this magnet, I mean, he is somebody that is revered all around the world and his generations. I mean, the, he passed his inheritance to the generations and it is affecting the world today. At some point in his life, he was on $1.50 a week. Can somebody interpret what $1.50 is? It's about 250 naira. Abi? 250 naira a week. And he tithed faithfully. He tithed faithfully. Ladies and gentlemen, you are determining your future today by the quality of your seed. Because the Bible says the same measure that you give, it will be measured to you. 
I mean, did you read that in Luke chapter 6? The same measure. That means that if I am going to give a teaspoon of dedication, God is going to use that same teaspoon to measure the reward to me. If I use a shovel instead, he will use the same shovel to measure the reward to me. So don't wait for people to cajole you, to encourage and encourage and encourage. You need to realize that you are sowing into your future. You need to get involved. You need to get involved. 